Yo, yo, what it do? Blizz D, homie. I'm hanging out with the Misfits on the Who They Want podcast. If you ain't here, you ain't about it. Blizz D, homie. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, what it be, what it ain't, but what it really is. This is Psychedelic Chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. This is a riddle, man, it'll be what it is this your boy captain capo grown on standby for the run by with the misfits on who they want podcast you ain't about it if you ain't here so stay tuned grown yo 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 this is fp3 chilling with the misfits on who they want podcast the one and only stay tuned what's up y'all this is lady tasha better known as the duchess and you already know i'm rocking with the misfits on a who they want entertainment podcast show and don't forget, go and download Everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in or bow down. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Daddy, are you ready? Mm. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Oh, man. I can't wait to be who they want. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know what time it is. Welcome back to the internationally known podcast show that does everything that they don't. You're now tuned in to Who They Want Podcast with the Misfits crew in the building with special guest hosts as well in the building. So let me go and keep this thing off right. As CEO DJ Steady, are you ready? I'd like to present to you guys Lady Tasha, Everything Entertainment Expo CEO, the Duchess in the building. What's going on, everyone? How are y'all tonight? Got a nice excited show. Got some special guest hosts with us. It's gonna be popping tonight. <laughs> you dig, you dig. And we also got my man, a hundred grand, host of A for Able podcast, as well as on the Brain podcast. Kyle E, the master editor in the building. What is good, everybody? What is good? Hoping everybody's having a great week. And uh, let me put it. Th- let me put it to you this way: I'm warm. I do not want to go home. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> word, word. Hey. To that. No, they're right. Yeah, and we got the icons hmm. back in the building. Well, you dig? If you caught our interview on one of our previous Artistry Tuesdays, then you already know how the Jones connection go down when we link up with Cam Jones and Phelps Jones live in the studio <laughs> as guest hosts. Yes, it's gonna be a lit show. Hang out with us for a little while today. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely we got our special guest in the back of the Appreciate studio waiting absolutely fam mm-hmm. so what's going on in steady files today steady files we're gonna open up with this interesting thing that just occurred a few moments ago uh in re- reference to school shootings we got a 15 year old sophomore who oh, just yeah. just in oxford 
you know what I'm saying? Just open fire with a semi-automatic handgun, killed three people, injured a teacher. I think he injured like six others, which includes a teacher. Oh my God! I ain't even know that was going down. That's like it just popped off. Now. Like yeah, my home, I just had a. <clears throat> Wait, wasn't that? Wasn't that? Just told me about that, man. I'm like, wow. Where? No, that was out by you, though, right? Oxford, what? Oxford? No, I'm in Detroit. Yeah, isn't that not too far from Detroit? Was it? Was that Michigan? Yeah. No, I forgot it before. I ain't even never heard of Oxford, Michigan. I didn't know that was in Michigan. Man. Yeah, Detroit. They they got to be at least a few hours away. Yeah. Right, that's crazy, that's crazy man. Yeah, it's in Michigan. Like that's happening more and more now, man. It that's is. Bad, man. That's why I said in the school curriculum. I mean, they, they probably need to have like mental health teaching, security. Uh, like yeah, mental health teaching and security, man. Like I remember, I went to a pretty rough school for a minute called Murray Wright in Detroit, and mm. we actually had to put our book bags through metal detectors. You know what I'm saying, like. They mm -hmm. really probably share that everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Just because of stuff like this. You never know what kids going through nah. at home, you know what I'm saying? What they, you know, what they planning when they come to school, yeah. or, you know. So, That's sad, man. Yeah. When I was man. in school, I remember them uh, sad, teaching us these drills, like, just in case, of, just in case, of, you know, school shooting or a terrorist attack happened, mm -hmm. they, bas they basically should said, like, shut off, you know, shut off the lights, be, you know, be quiet, get, you know, get someplace safe, all of that. I'm like, but Looking back at it, it looked like you're just putting us all in one place, yeah, for, for something like that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, with the wake of the you know, yeah. as we previously been keeping count of with the Kyle Rittenhouse situation yeah. and by him being found not guilty, mm. you know, it, it kind of make you flash back, like because they, as the report said, that the um sophomore that they arrested was like just basically arrested with no problems, one no altercations you know what i'm saying like exactly. i feel like you know what i'm saying not to be culturally biased but let's just say if it was one of us you know doing that situation they wouldn't have just rested us peacefully in this type of situation here Heck no. no all i have to say is the privilege is real the privilege yes, is bro. real i said my prayers out to all the family if that was any one of us they would have threw the book at us exactly yeah, absolutely if they, they didn't like the book, they would have threw a couple man. shells in us and we'd be down there. <laughs> right. <laughs> you feel me? But one thing yeah. I will say, man, this will never, ever change, ever change, unless us as a community, black people, wake up and start sticking together, man. Like, we're killing each other more than, you know, these uh Caucasian cops and, you know what I'm saying? And we do each other worse than, you know what I'm saying, everybody else do, man. So we wake up and stick together and really start demanding some type of change. It's never going to change. Like, us well, as a black community man it, we all against each other everybody hating on each other you know what i'm saying so Facts. it's sad man so, well that's something they installed in us centuries ago to turn us against each other and start hating on each other that's why they have the, the, yep. the, the, the you know the slaves and stuff who who who's brown nosing and squealing on everybody snitching on everybody else and stuff you know they try to you know they do that right. to us right mm -hmm. and everything yeah. but prayers to the families and stuff yeah. but before we bring our guests in so um you know, Cam and Phillips, you know, what's been going on lately? You know, just give us a little brief, you know, sneak peek. Uh, I know you got some shows coming up this year. Yeah, yeah. Year. We, I mean, y'all know we we work, we grinding. Um, I told y'all a lot of it. We got to, uh, we're going to drop a single on my birthday and what? My birthday in like three weeks now on the 28th. Yeah. 
Oh, nice. So, really about four weeks on December twenty. Just finished it up. Getting ready for that. Wow. Um, just trying to get ready for the new year yeah. at this point, you know. Yeah, Stand I caught that interview with the guy over mm-hmm. in Australia. That was hot. Yo, was oh, cool yeah. Appreciate yeah. That. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a dope experience. You know, just talking to somebody with different culture, especially yeah, somewhere I haven't been. So yeah, that was dope. Yeah, yeah sure. that was yeah. nice. And everything. So I know you all got this stuff planned out and stuff. Oh yeah. Everything we eyes. We yeah. get ready to take yeah. our show on the road. We're gonna be in Alabama with the car podcast at this event in that's February hard. and stuff. Yeah. That's oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, it's gonna be take real on the road. Dope. Get out there. Who they want? Who they want? <laughs> you dig? That's yeah. exciting, man. That's yeah, exciting. It's exciting. It's <laughs> so they, so they got podcast events and stuff like that. Yeah, it's gonna be well, it's gonna be this big um fashion show and um okay. in alabama in Prattsville, mm. like right out of montgomery and everything everybody from the who in the fashion industry is going to be there so they want yeah. us to come out to do do you know the Congrats. podcasting and stuff so show sure. congrats to y'all on that man yeah so yeah. it's gonna be hot yeah. hey congrats uh, yeah for sure that's a good look right there, it. Yep. Yeah, so yes sir yeah. let's go ahead and bring this guy who in. they want in the building yeah <laughs> you did. absolutely <laughs> so, without more further ado, let's bring in writer, director, filmmaker, accomplished award winner. You did what I'm saying? We got legends in the building, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Ralph World moment. Yes. Hi. How are you? What's going on? Thanks for having me, everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. How you doing, <laughs> Thanks for being here. You got a panel tonight, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you got a panel. Well, you know, I, I appreciate it. I know all you guys are busy. Y'all, y'all flexing on a whole different level, each one of you guys. So I'm happy mm-hmm. that everyone can be here tonight. This is dope. It feels mm-hmm. epic. Yes. Oh, I, I, I'm feeling your level right Absolutely, now. <laughs> Thank you. It's tough. So um, you from you from Boston? Hey, are you in Boston right now? Yeah, I am actually. So um, you know, so I'm I'm Haitian American. Right, right. One of my whole vibe is like, you know, I try to, I spent years in Philadelphia. Um, Like, I'm a first generation Haitian, so all my family was in Haiti. Like, English is actually my second language. So I grew up in Boston, I grew up in Mass, but like, like all of you guys, right? I got ties and cultures spanning the whole globe. Mm -hmm. I got some nice accents. I hope you guys got some pretty cool accents. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. It's so funny because Phillips asked me. Earlier, if I was from Boston, and we know everybody from Boston got that accent, they put like a cop eye on everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kyle yeah. kind of speaks like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm listening to you, Ralph. I Harvard, speak Harvard, Harvard, Harvard Yard. Uh-huh. Park the car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> yeah, I spent some time out. That's what they say on the park the car by Harvard Yard. <laughs> no, what do you say? What do you say? Park the car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I spent some time out in Philly, and you definitely got that Philly swag and accent. Thank you. Yeah. What part of Philly would you in? So um, I, I hung out in North Philly a lot. I was over by Onley quite a bit. Um, there were some times when, when, like, making the film and, like, trying to speak with some movers and shakers, you know, A.R. Abs territory over by Temple. So I was, you know, mm. kind of bumping shoulders with a lot of people over, that, over by that wing. Oh, and, over on Race Street. Right. Well, yeah. it's pretty far out, but like where I was always at, I was over by Fitler Square playing ball. Uh, I had a spot right in Center City and uh, North Philly on the area was where I was kind of like chilling with my peoples. Okay. Oh, wow. 
Wow. Very nice, man. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's very nice, man. It's, a, it's an honor to you know, have you too, King. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. Absolutely. So, Did you get um, one of those Philly cheese steaks while you was out there? Yo, let me tell you a quick story. This is this is some this is the rap that I peeped early when I coming from from Boston to Philly. So I call it uh, I call it a steak and cheese. Mm. I never call that John no no, no cheese steak. That should make no sense to me. I'm like, time out. You put the steak first, <laughs> then you drop the cheese on it. So mm. why? Look, I have a have a steak and cheese, and they're looking crazy. Like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> I see you can't get that word join out your vocabulary because that's definitely a Philly thing right there, join. Yeah. Join. Yeah. <laughs> but you know about Philly and cheesesteaks? You got to go to the hood to get the best ones. That's what I learned. You know, they, the Max's is cool and stuff. That's what like I learned. Good and stuff and everything. But so let's talk about your career because you got some exciting things happening. I mean, you don't want some awards and everything. You done um, that, that, that movie, um, Boston to Philly. Um, that was, you know, I, I didn't see all of it, but from what I see, I'm very, very impressed. Um, and that, you did that, that came out in 2016, correct? Right. So that came out in 2016. And this year, even with it being down for like a little bit of time as we're transitioning onto more platforms, it's the, it's the most popular it's ever been. Right. So this, yeah. this year, obviously, it, went, it went global. So we have like, we were being streamed in Japan. We were being streamed in Germany. Uh, London had like a, a base coming through. And even and here in America, it got the most views. So it's, it's been a really exciting mm. time with Boston and Philly. And we're about oh, to say be that out again here. for the people in the back, brother. Say that again. It went global. Yeah, it went global. It, it you got to be bashful about that. It went global. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, we're really happy about it. So we're about to be in different channels here in America too. We're going to be releasing it at the uh, the end of this month. So you'll be able to finally watch it in its full capacity, like you always been able to. Congratulations on that, man. Yeah. Hey, man, I got a yeah, question for you, man. Um, yeah. what, what was the toughest thing? Because I know, like, you know, the film industry, man, you know, I've, I've seen some stuff and, like, finally got a, a little light introduction to the film industry recently. So, like, what's the toughest thing, like, dealing with trying to, like, make sure everything is packaged well and produced well and, you know, and, and making sure that, that, you know, you're hitting those right dates and stuff like that. What's the toughest thing you deal with in the industry, man? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I think that the toughest thing that I've come to dealt with is finding, you know, finding the right team and finding, mm. like, the right the right patience mm. to be able to, like, not take things personal and things right. are getting done the way you mm. want to get done. Right. Uh, you know, avoid some of the snakes, some of the people you have to connect with, network with, that exactly. make them really greasy. Because everyone has those stories. And especially right. if you're creating something of your own. And you got to kind of wear a mask in a sense, I'd imagine, where you, you got to deal with people you know you don't want to deal with. You know, I understand. Exactly. When you're uh, dealing with people in the artist world, in the creative world, exactly. outside their work, they show their true self. And sometimes right. they just don't bullshit. But the, the biggest mm. challenge is really just being able to kind of put together all of these moving compartments and mm. deal with adversity mm. because that that's adversity deep. definitely comes and you just mm. got to face it. You got to face it. And that's always going to be the challenge. Absolutely. How long have you been in the music or uh, the TV film industry? Honestly, at this point, we're, um, I'm going close to like seven, eight years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. yeah Cause I was, I, you know, I love the idea dope. of you know, getting it in the mud. So I went the road less traveled, uh, even though right. I did get some education on how to do this in school. Right, like I, I took right. the indie route from jump. Like I, I started doing free. I was like a PA for free. I started mm. doing screenwriting, and mm. 
But everyone's mm. always like, yo, don't do anything for free. Make sure they pay you. But like, yo, I just wanted to be part of a team. I wanted to get my experience up. And mm -hmm. again, I, I was humble with it. So I just wanted to help someone else achieve their goals. And that, that sparked the transition of where I'm at today. Much respect. They call it paying your dues. <laughs> That's what they call yes. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I call it the mud, you know, getting out the mud. That's hey, Zay. Like. Right, getting out go. the mud, right. Get out the mud. Yes, sir. I feel yeah. like we all we all go through it. Even us as yeah. even us as podcasters, finding an audience is is not the easiest thing, you know. Of course yeah. not. Yeah, I try to do my, my best to like share <laughs> share the links. I make sure to get the right information. So I try to do my best, of course, to help you guys as well. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So um, what was your very first project that you wrote and um to get you um, started? You what was it like? Yeah, I went I went like the G route. So I wrote like this. Hello, hello. We can hear you, bro. We can hear you. Um, so I, I went, yeah, I went a different route where I created like a, like a, a webisode, a web series about Boston and like the underground gang world. Like I definitely went the G route. So I like created this warring, this, this big drug war that was happening almost like power today in New York. I did it like it was taking place in Boston. So oh. there were like the Jamaicans, the Italians, the Russians, all of them were warring for territory in, in Boston. And then there are these cops that are trying to like maneuvering and figured it all out. It was called Boston. And so I wrote that when I was in college, I was, I was playing basketball, wrote that during winter break. I found a director to actually produce and direct it. And that was my first film, that was my first project. Wow, and what was it called again? It was called Boston. Mm. Boston, oh. Is that still available to watch? Nice. What's up? Is uh, that still available to watch? I think it's on YouTube, yeah. We're talking seven, eight years, but it should be on YouTube, yeah. Wow, that was a good in my YouTube channel. Yes, sir. That's nice, man. Okay, so I'm subscribing right now. So Rise Celestial Studios, please do. So what inspires you, right, as far as your films? Because I I kind of think I got what inspires you because you um I I noticed about a couple of things I've caught from you that you um you you like everything to be um like and you even said it friend family friend friendly family friend, what, what is it what i'm saying family, family, family friendly yeah, family, <laughs> family family friendly yes you know something that everybody yeah. can watch and everybody that can relate to and facts, facts. right and like i was telling the fellas earlier what impressed me about boston to philly is that all of the characters you had in here to me they wasn't even like characters they were like people who i knew Right. You know, it was like the girl next door, or you know what I'm saying, or the neighbor mm -hmm. next door, you know, you know, the um old lady up the block that's known for cooking this or that, you know. So like so what is your what is your um you know your selection when you how's that process going when you um select the characters for your films? Yeah. Like what do you look for? So thank you for the kind words and I appreciate that. I mean my so my focus was is inspiration and com inspirational coming of age drama. Mm -hmm. like, that's that's like my genre of choice. And so whenever I think about a story, I want to try to be as diverse as possible because, you know, people like you, Duchess, that, that, like, that inspires me, right? Gentlemen like you, all you guys, when I look at you guys, you guys inspire me. So I want to try to have a way to reflect each one of you guys, you know, regardless of what you've done in your past, what you're trying to do. And, you know, it's just kind of like the idea of how do I represent the most people? Mm. And so, mm. you know, we have someone of Asian descent. You know, we have a Puerto Rican. Uh, we have a white bull and we have all these different people and I try to make their stories jaded, not perfect because mm -hmm. if there's one thing about humanity is we are flawed in our natural sense. 
So, you know, I wanted to have some level of like, if I'm going to add any character to any story, they need to have a level of hurt, of trauma, or just of moral uh, that makes them who they are. Right? The character mm. Philly, who was dealing with A.R. Ab, you know, she she felt guilty that her, her that she said no to her fiance, then the dude gets hit by a car, all of a mm. sudden he's a paraplegic, and she feels as though that's her fault. Like that's a heavy burden mm. for a young woman to right. have, especially when she yeah. was like, well, I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to marry you. You feel me? Right, right, mm. right. So wow. that, that's just what I mean. Like it's giving some depth to, to the people, you know, yeah. representation and depth. I see. Wow. Yes, sir. Mm. Wow. So that's mm. just amazing. So we got a clip of that we're going to get into in a little in a couple of minutes. But tell what was it like? And how did you feel sitting down with Spike Lee? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? Like, I mean, here's, here's what's really dope. And I'm so happy you asked that question. Here's what's really dope. Like, and, and this is beyond the craft. This is just like two people. So this is right around the time Kobe passed away. And oh. like, Kobe is my guy. You know, I respect LeBron. I respect Jordan. But Kobe's my guy. Um, so when I met Spike, Spike was wearing Kobe. So me and him were both almost like mourning the loss of Kobe. And I, I could immediately tell that was the case because he was wearing the Kobe. And so even though I was happy to see him and I went up to him, I told him I was a filmmaker and his eyes like lit up, right? Like there was a long line but he just kept on asking me questions so i just kept on answering them and we went way above the time that we were supposed to really be rapping but like we talked about kobe really fast and then that's actually what made us connect it wasn't the film it wasn't my deep respect for his craft and what he's done as a black man it was like yo kobe just passed away like this is right, like, that's, that's right. wild right 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 yeah. so it, was, it was bittersweet yo it was it was a dope moment yeah i believe it man yeah, mm. it's just, down with somebody like that, man. Salute. That's that's definitely yeah. something to be congratulated on, man. Um, I know. You know Absolutely. That, man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So talk to us a little more about the film, man. Um, like you know, how long did it actually take to get everything put together with this one? Well, so I got a new film going on, and that's actually right. What that's what I'm talking about. Doing. Right. So the, the name of the movie is Beast Chain, and okay. this is this is a wild one. This is my first. Uh, stepping into the suspense horror genre. Mm. So, you know, I'm seeing the wave, wow. right? I've seen Get Out. I'm seeing the wave. I'm seeing all these different types of, of, you know, content coming out in the horror space. And I grew up in the time when Blair Witch Project just popped off. Mm. Right? We all know the Blair Witch Project. Oh, that was wow. a project. You feel me? That was an independent, independent film. Right. Yeah. And so, like, People like us, and I know you guys are heavily involved with music. Like you know, you know right. that indie artists in music is well respected. Nipsey Hussle, yes, like sir. all those guys that understand that road of being independent. Absolutely, so, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, right. rest in peace, wow. Young Dolph. He yeah. was another independent one. Yeah. He was independent as well. Independent. Yeah. Was he was independent. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. Independent. Oh, he was independent. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was wow. Yeah, he had distribution with Empire, but he was yes, independent. Sir. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. And he had a label too, right? Like he had people underneath him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like he's one of his hottest artists. Yeah. That's his little. That's his cousin. But yeah, man. Yeah. That was. Uh -huh. Man. Yeah. That was tragic, man. Of course, seeing, especially seeing him. Um. They they laid him the rest of the day, man. Right. But yeah. Man, yeah. Salute to you, King, man. Independence is where it's at. 
you know, and I love to see black brothers, you know, out here moving and shaking, you know, especially in the middle of a pandemic, you know what I'm saying? Right. That goes to be uh, right. tough about, man, you know. Um, let me ask you this, man. Um, did the pandemic help you when it comes to putting together your films and stuff like that? You know what it was? It, Cam, I'm, I'm just to be straight with you. It was, it was a, to me, it was, it, it sucked because people were dying, mm. but it was a welcome sight because now it was, are you, are you who you claim to be? Exactly. Right? It's not like, okay, bet, mm. playoff time. Now let's exactly. check ball. Let's exactly. see, because there's a lot of competition in every industry. That's a part of what you do, right? right. right. Now it's like, ah, right, you are faced with a heavy toll of adversity. Like I mentioned before, right? The hardest thing about making a project, adversity. It's not going to be rainbows. Yes, so sir. that's oh, what yeah. you face. So with, with COVID, it was a gigantic, you know, a mountain to climb. But it even out <laughs> right. the playing field because the studios had to stop, right. right? They had to stop and slow down. And all of a sudden, the big companies that have a lot more money, a lot more resources, a lot more people, they had to slow down too. So all yes, of a sudden, sir. we were all at the same beginning start. Everybody was on, on ground mm. level, mm. right? And I and I I, I oh my, I, I love the challenge. I and yeah. I, it, it caused me during the pandemic. I created a a two part docu saga. Uh, it was co produced by executive producer Moshe Lewis, uh -huh. and that was on COVID nineteen. That trailer is on Rice Lester Studios. Uh, YouTube page. Wow. We, I filmed mm. that in Florida. I went to I went to Atlanta down south, and the A people were going crazy, no masks. Um, mm. I went to Houston. That's like, my man. <laughs> right. Oh, you already know. Right. I went I went to um, New York. Like it, I, I flexed during the pandemic, and I, mm. it's all because I, I I faced that adversity head on, and I, I challenged it. I was ready. Hey, I can relate, man. You know, that's dope, man. The like they say it's always a lesson in the pain, man. Or, yeah. Like, always a lesson. It's been a blessing yeah, to a lot of people. Around. Yeah. Right. So I love to hear it, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, what, tell us about the Rise of Celestial Studios. Sure. So that's that's my motion picture studio. So it, I wow. started out as a poet, and it gradually turned into writing stories. This is all while I was playing ball. And then from there, my like my final form started to slowly morph organically into being a screenwriter, then a film director, film producer, and then all of a sudden a film producer. So the next stage up, because again, just going through all these different um, you know, parts of the game and really learning and rapping and networking with people, I realized that I wanted just to have my own company that creates the content straight off mm -hmm. the bat. Mm -hmm. And that is what Rise Celestial Studios is. It's, it's, a, it's a, a, another added kind of play on to my name, Ralph Celestin, Rise mm -hmm. Celestial, oh, RC Studios. Mm. Yeah. And so- oh, okay. You know, spitting bars a little bit. You know, that's clever, of man. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, now, uh, now, are you like, are you looking? To, do you like bring other people in with you on this? Like, um, especially like you, because I, I, you know what, we like last week was it last week or the week before we had um, Rodney Red Grant on the show, and the week he before. had this, um, yeah, the week before he has this um thing, this non for profit called um shoot um shoot cameras not guns and where he's bringing a lot of community a lot of um youth from the community into and trying to get him into like every parts of like filmmaking screenwriting you know and everything and um you know acting and stuff and so is that something you looking to take your studio in a, uh, a direction like that getting like the youth involved that's incredible that's absolutely incredible and i'm all for that um 
I, I had ball. I had, you know, my family, I was both in Boston, but my family also were in the suburbs uh, mm-hmm. as a Haitian family. So I played ball and that allowed me to stay out of a lot of trouble. And I know a lot of dudes in the streets or other areas, that's also their escape. But if you can't hoop, there needs to be another way to capture your passion and you, that desire to, to just, you know, make your voice heard. And, you know, the smaller people, they make their voice heard by using violence. When it's right. not really, you use your brain. You can go into something like creating content. So I've never even thought of that angle, but now that I've heard of it, that's something I'm, I would love to implement if, if the opportunity comes or if I find the time or if someone just reaches out to me, I'd 100% do that. Right. Nice, man. Much needed. Yeah, it is. That sounds like an incredible man that he's doing that. Yeah, Rodney yeah. Redman, he is. He's actually running yeah. for mayor. Um, he's been an actor and comedian for years. He's running for mayor in Washington, D.C. And when I looked at when I uh, we looked into it, I was like, wow, that's just incredible. Uh, what right. he's doing there. So we're going to actually um, go ahead into um, look at this clip of Boston, the Philly. I, I mean, I, and, and, and you give us it's not it's not just one clip. It's something that he just gives us like different parts of it to get a, get a whole feel of it and everything, mm-hmm. which I just thought was awesome. Um, so go ahead, steady. Mm. Say no more. Did you go full screen? Yeah, you can go full screen, steady. I gotcha, I gotcha. Son, come back in. I lost. He has a godmother in Philadelphia. He's only other relatives. What are you doing about it? We have no choice but to follow protocol. There's no way around it. Bullshit! You're saying you're doing a good job. Whole time people out here looking dumb as hell. I just call bullshit when I see it. Think about it. All we know. People selling, people robbing. We got family members still in that trap life. We not worrying about the consequences because we too broke. The inability to understand the consequences of one's actions based on financial privilege. It's called influenza. What? No. Believe it, it's real. Wow. Oof. Um, <clears throat> so, what? Like Steady, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I, and there's so much more to it uh, and everything that is just awesome. So, what was like? Because you had a lot of characters in there. Thank you. And yeah. everything. So, how did you like? Like, I mean, what, what, I know you gave us a, a you know a brief description uh, um, uh, how you got into it before, as far as um, picking the characters out. But you had so many and everything. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I mean, did you do that all yourself? Welcome back, Steady. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, I'm happy you're, you're, you appreciate that because you know, that shows that you have a mind uh, for you know, for the story and the idea of like I wanted to be in depth with it, right? Like, right. I really wanted that. I wanted to go deeper than that surface type of movie or TV show you might see. Like it, I, I sometimes I think about like a, what an ensemble cast piece is. Like um, you know, there's all these different movies that just have different story arcs. Like City of God. You guys ever see that movie, City of God? I know about it. I've never seen it though. Yeah, it's oh, a I heard about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it has different story arcs and everything kind of getting woven together. 
And so, or you know, when you think about albums like Meek Mill's Wins and Losses, that album was really in depth. It was layers because he had gone through so many different kind of elements of his career where he was you know, kind of dining out. It brought mm -hmm. in a lot more in depth, a lot more passion to his content. So with all the characters, I just wanted to go down. I wanted to bring you down. I wanted to bring the audience down a rabbit hole of all these different parts of Philadelphia and mm. each of these story arcs it, they represent, right? So we had Ant and G, the dudes that just talked about affluenza. Um, they mm -hmm. represent like the 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 hood of Philly, where the the kids basically they get out of where they're from and they go to kind of like nicer neighborhoods and they just kind of discuss the the, the glaring differences, right? The inequalities, and it always sparks that heavy dialogue where they just talk about the idea of, yo, did you know this is what's happening? Mm -hmm. Then you have Mia, who's over by you know she's over by North Philly and she's dealing with the biker gang community. So that's the Rough Rider biker gang that's in the movie. Mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. Yeah, Philly's so, big for bikers, oh, yeah. Wow. Exactly. So that was her whole thing. And so with her story, I just <clears> something <throat> called Property Up. Um, that's, I don't know how you feel about this one. You might like to let us know. Uh, you know, a woman that is basically a partnered up with like someone that's involved with the biker community, she's Property Up. So she's basically spoken for. Uh, mm -hmm. She's pretty much like a wife. And that's, that's about it. You can't really go break mm -hmm. that. Um, but of course, with her situation and with the, the new love interest coming in, that really conflicts with the culture of the biker gang. She's supposed to be ride or die with her man, even though mm. he's, you know, he's out and he's out. But she's she's in love with someone else. Mm. Right, right, mm. right. Now, in this whole Quick thing, question as well, though. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, the snippets I loved it boy. Uh, they were short, but the music that you had in there fit the emotion of those clips right. so perfectly. Yeah. How do you go about choosing the music for certain scenes or are you a part of that or you got the music libraries or have music <laughs> supervisors? In or? No, no I'm, I'm, I'm part of the music too. So um, Boston and Philly, I'm proud that we've won a lot of different music awards. So it was really oh, wow. organic. It was really organic because um, the soundtrack for Boston and Philly, which is on iTunes, like you can actually type in Boston to Philly soundtrack and you'll wow. be able to wow. listen music on the album. So I got to, I got a little knowledge of the music game as well, but every single artist that was featured in the movie, I had met in person when I went to Philly. Mm. I, I made sure to go out to that. I was wow. one of the people who wasn't going to stay in my place. I went out everywhere. I went everywhere you could imagine. But whenever I'd run into an artist, I'd be like, bet, you know, let me, you know, let me, let me listen to your stuff. And I'd actually listen to their stuff. You know, everyone hands out that mixtape, but not every single person hey, says the humility to be like, oh, let me listen to this independent artist. Right, right. mixtape on the, in the street corner, like he might be really talented, and that's what I did. Right. And artists were so talented, like it was, as you can see, like the music, it touches the soul. Right. Yep. Right. It definitely right. does. Right. It definitely does. And um, yeah, I dope, like your part that um, how because basically it actually started off with um, uh, um, a young man. Um, who actually migrated over from Haiti, correct? Well, so from Boston, that, and that's the character, right? There's Boston and then there's Philly. So Boston, right. who's Rome, um, you know, that's the guy who's on the roof, right? He's suicidal. It's a right. snowstorm. So he just lost, he just got the news during a basketball game that he just lost his whole family. Mm, like, yikes. That's that. So right. you know, his, his whole character deals with like every stage of depression and you can you can follow it throughout the film. Every stage of depression is represented by like a a scene and a structure of the film. 
And he's the driving force. So everything starts in Boston. He just lost his family. He wants to end his life. He's about to jump off this roof during a snowstorm. And the only person that holds him down is his basketball coach, right? That that father wow. figure outside of your immediate household mm -hmm. that captures you and shows you how to be a man in, in another capacity. Right. Mm. That's so real. That is so, like, so close. Yeah, that's to dope. Home. That's dope. Yeah, that, that, that just hits you. It's like you're a superhero because you're doing the writing, the directing, and the acting. <laughs> I mean, how do you like do this? I'm like, <laughs> did everything. That that's just amazing. I'm mean, like, how do you balance it all, you know, and stuff without? You know, I know you get tired and worn out. <laughs> right, but you know, similar to how you guys do this amazing podcast, right? It's fun for you guys. It's, yeah. it's cool. There you go. Yeah. You guys are being yourself. And so when I was making it, Duchess, it was honestly on some just like, yo, this is like, this is fun for me. I like who I'm working with. So it's not, it's no longer work. So when I'm tired, it's like being tired at the gym. It's a good mm. type of time. Right. Quick question too. Who would you say some of your biggest? Who would you say some of your biggest influences in uh, film and TV? I know you sat down with Spike Lee, which I mean, no introduction or explanation needed to be <laughs> for Spike right. Lee. He's one of the goats, but. Who besides Spike Lee would you say are some of your biggest like influence? You know, I'll, I'll say John Singleton is actually a bigger influence mm. than Spike Lee. Rest yeah. in peace. Right. Yes, because he, he does peace, rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. So he does coming of age drama. Like that was right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, boy, that's where yeah. I Snowfall. That. Yeah. Snowfall is yeah. incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Who, who out there would you like to you would love to work with? And and what type of role? Who's like the the the, the um one like one of the main actors out there now? You would love to work with, and maybe do some writing or directing or co-acting with. And what type of role or film you'll like to be in with them? You know, it's funny he mentioned Snowfall because I you know I I would love. I have a post-apocalyptic sci-fi urban drama that I've been pitching to studios. I pitched it to BET. Uh, I pitched it to Bad Robot. You know, I've been pitching it to a few different studios and. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a really strong black lead for this. And the, the actor that in Snowfall, I can't think of his name right now, but he's actually who I, I think would be ideal for that role. And he just got into the world of sci-fi. Like he had a movie that just came out with, I think, Jamie Foxx. Oh, no, not with Jamie Foxx, with, with the Falcon Soldier. Um, ah, uh, with uh, Anthony Mackie. Right, Anthony Mackie. So that movie just came out on Netflix, and that's a sci-fi. Oh, so yeah, that was on Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Man, that's so dope. you just that's out here moving dope. and shaking. Are there any other like um, areas in um, entertainment you like to um, break into as far as like um, music wise and stuff? Or, you know, I think every I think entertainment works together in such a great, like, mm -hmm. synchronized way. I feel as though that with like alignment, all of it will come. Like, I like to work with rappers in my movies, just like John Singleton worked with Tupac. Yeah. Mm. Right, right, right. And I, I work with Air Ab and King Non and uh, DJ Funk. So it's like I, I always foresee music playing a role in the movies I create. And mm. then I, I, I foresee sports somehow being connected, just like how Kevin Hart's movies Absolutely. always have a plug in in sports. Like, mm -hmm. I think everything is just going to like mesh together and hopefully it just keeps into going up. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. I can see you and the Jones connection working together. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 You're about to say that, man. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm a, um, I know you can't say it live. We live on air, man. But um, 
I want to get your information, man. We got some music, you know, that's that's really, really nice. I feel like that you would like, man. I want to I want to get your ear, man. You know what I'm saying? If nothing else. You know, if, if there's one thing you could always trust is, you know, for, for as of right now, at least, I'm always able and willing and I want to listen to people to music. Yeah, you know, I want to listen right. to music. I like that. Yeah, so if it's good, the name is like the second thing that comes in. Even mm. if you're a little baby, it's like, I listen to the music first, and then I'll figure out who the person is. I like that. Man. You won't yeah. be there, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's dope. It takes bias out of the equation, man. Right. Exactly. Was. That's dope. I mean, you know, um, no matter what craft you're in, whether it's like the podcasting, it's music or acting, right? It, as you continue in that craft, uh, you, you, you learn things. You learn from your mistakes. Okay. Um, experience is the best teacher, of course. All right. <laughs> So I want you to tell me what would you being where you at now and being what you done been through and everything you done accomplished, what would you look back and tell your younger self and advice you give your younger self? Mm. Them right. stepping right. in starting. Right, easy, easy money. You're right. Keep going. You're right. And and I never doubted myself back then. Mm-hmm. And so here, if I could speak to myself again, I'd be like, keep going. Like you're doing exactly what you are meant to do. And I never stopped believing in myself. I never thought for a minute I wouldn't be happy in the road that I was taking. And I would reassure that at the end of this road, quickly, you will reach vindication. Because when I created Boston and Philly and it released, that was that. That was my moment of vindication. From there, working with NBC, meeting Spike Lee, having multiple movies that I've done, the awards, that's just like, that's just a marathon. That's just my victory lap because I already completed what I wanted to do for my life, which was just make a feature length film, make a movie, and let that be that. Wow. Wow. So can I can I ask you this? Because I hear I hear this a lot, and I recently um, had a talk with my sister, who's a um, who's a uh, director of uh, plays in in Philadelphia and things like that. Um, When someone comes with it, you know, with a you know with 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 a script. Right. And then they have a meet and then they have a meeting with somebody to help produce it. And then they go into it. They say, oh, we're going to change We're going to change this to make it more suitable for insert this audience here. Right. Have you um, have you experienced that? And what do you and what do you do when you have that when you have that type of meeting? Do you guys find a, you know, find a, a happy medium or do you say, you know, what? no, no disrespect, but I'd rather work with someone else. How, how, how does that go? Yo, Kyle, great question. Um, so this is the unpopular opinion, but I'm always going to be mean. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I'm going to keep it true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jay-Z has a line and he's like, you know, if I rap like common sense, then it, it ain't make sense, right? Right. So I think the idea is sometimes you do need to put, you know, you need to kind of sacrifice sometimes more than you're willing to when it comes to your art, your creation, if the bag really means it is the start and the catapult to the next level, right? To the next point in life. Because a big bag might mean more than just you. And yeah. so when I think about my community, my people, it's like sometimes it's like, yo, I'll take a giant L if that means everyone around me can eat and is now good. Mm. It will suck, right? It, it, I know it won't be the best thing, but like life is reality. Like money helps things go by smoother. And yeah. when you got family that have COVID and like health situations and you got communities 
that just need trees being planted because asthma is killing their pipeways. Mm. Sometimes getting a quick mill can make a lot can make a lot happen for the few. Right. So that's what I'd say, man. How how were you when you first entered, like interested in like were you into it as a kid, like growing up, or did yeah, that's come, the thing, like, was... maybe? No, that's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, Phelps. I, I, I'm gonna say. You know, I'm going to say it, it was just natural. I, I hooped, I played video games, I chased girls, and every now and then I'd write. Like, you know, I didn't really get into reading a lot of books, but, like, you know, my family would force me to read sometimes, so I read some books, and I always thought, you know, I could do this better. And so that kind of always sparked the idea, like, well, I want to write, because I used to always be like, yo, I, I feel as though, you know, I can tell a better story than the stories I'm looking at, I'm seeing, mm -hmm. or I'm hearing. And... Right. Being a basketball player, being like a dude that playing video games, it just meshed together, man. Mm. Right, right, right. Oh, oh, yeah. So what's one? Funny. What's one story that you read? What's one? Which one story that you read that you feel like you could that you could do better? Just off the top. Well, I'll tell you one story that is pretty epic. Uh, a lot of my basketball friends sometimes laugh at me. Um, so, and shout out to Miss Orlando. She was my English teacher, my advanced. Literature, literature teacher in high mm -hmm. school and she never gets mad but she actually got angry at me but she didn't really understand this here's the story okay. um i'm not going to say her name but my english teacher's miss orlando's favorite poet is someone that she's really passionate about she had us all read her poems and you know speak about it the next day in class so i came to class and i basically told her that i felt as though you know i was a better poet than this poet that you think is like the best of all time. Mm. And up until that point, I had been writing poems and had been speaking it out to the to, to our class. Everyone loved it. There was a sense of maybe my ego was getting a little too pumped up. Mm. But she was like, she she like she yelled at me in front of everyone. She's like, yo, don't you ever say that. Like she is a legend. She is like she is incredible. Like you better wish you can you know get to that level. Mm. And so that's that's just a quick story. That um, I, I won't put yeah. her name out there, but that was like, I found better than a legend in the in the game of poetry. Where I wish I, I wish I was there for that moment, just to hilarious. see her face. It was hilarious. Wow, Quick question, man. Um, because I noticed you keep you know talking about basketball, man, and I, I play ball too. So, what position you play? I was shooting guard, shooting guard, off guard. Okay, I figured. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a small forward, power forward, but uh, but yeah, I play, I played uh quite a bit myself, man. What, what so um, tell me about like you know, I know you say you uh you played and whatnot. Did you play? You played in high school? Yeah, I played. I played high school and I played in college. Okay, what what what? Uh, what tell me about both then? Okay, hmm. High school, high school was unreal mm -hmm. because you get to play ball with people you've been growing up with your whole life. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. right. And. And like it's it's also the idea of like you, you still kind of have like this hoop dream like you still have this concept right. of yo I'm, I'm balling and like I don't care about the NBA I don't care about the next level I'm just gonna appreciate this moment. That so nice. like, I loved I loved high school and everything that came with it like all the haters they used to throw like, at us when we were playing ball the G, the jarring. Right. I was Dude. I was I was a slasher I was a defensive player so I used to like jump up and pin uh. people. Your high school, what's up? What was the name of your high school? Arlington High, okay. Yeah, we're a greater Boston oh. League uh 
team. So we played the best teams, Cambridge, Patrick Ewing's old school. Um, I played Anthony Gurley, who was in the Boston Celtics. I played him in ball. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we got similar pairs. What college you went to? Gurley, I think. What's up? I said, I said, what college you went to? Castleton. Castleton. That was in lower, yeah, that was in lower Vermont. Mm. We were, we were okay. D2, then we went to D3. And my freshman year, mm. we were ranked nationally for like the most threes in the entire country, the highest three point percentage. Like these dudes were like wow. NBA players. Right. Mm. Okay. Crazy I, play, I played at two colleges and I played in high school as well, man. So we got very similar paths, man. Salute mm. on that. Amazing. I can relate to that. And Ken, I know I know you know college was that next level where everything was just like minty and clean. It's different. It's not easy <laughs> to play in college. Hey, look, man, everybody don't make it <laughs> to that level, you know. It's it's different, yeah. man. In college. Right. You, and it teach you it's so many different strategies of life that you learn from basketball mm -hmm. you, know? So I, you know that's why i was interested man i appreciate that that's dope right. man. i just like sure. all the free gear man you come through with mad swag sneakers suits every time yeah. oh yeah for sure man look i used to have the headbands and you know <laughs> come on man look don't take me back right. was y'all allowed to, wasn't y'all not it wasn't a basketball place not to allow to um take stuff from like free stuff like that wasn't it against the like the NCAA rules or something like that? For you yep. take stuff, they, they can get paid. I mean, yeah, they're they gonna, they gonna give you like you know, no, uniform team, yeah. different, yeah, different stuff to wear, like team shoes and stuff like that. Now, oh, okay, I thought you was talking they about like, money, money. Right? they do give you illegal to take money, though. You can't take money, it's illegal to take money, so they just give you uh, swag. No, and then they they can now, though, yeah, you can now, right? Exactly. So, uh, what year did you come out of high school, man? I don't be giving out age and like stuff like that, but you know, <laughs> I don't want people to think that I'm like that I'm too young. Hey, to hey, I'm I respect it. I respect yeah. it, bro. Listen, y'all more babies to me, so don't even worry. <laughs> That's what I always say. That's why I stay away. Oh from man, man, that's you, bro. Yeah. I, you know, I can, I can, I can speak with the older generation and the younger. You know, I don't want, I don't want you to think no, I'm a baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Well, y'all, I feel y'all all around the same age. So, I mean. Yeah, we got it. You are you are royalty, Duchess. We got it. You younger than all of us, huh? I said you you younger than all of us. Black oh, honey, please. I wish I was. I wish I was. I'm probably old enough to be some of your mamas on here. I know I am. Oh man. Yeah, I know about that. I am. I read your bio. I know when you was born. <laughs> I could be your mama. <laughs> that's, that's, your homework. that's what you want. Is that the label you want? Okay, I got you. <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm just playing. So, um, besides this other mo movie that you say you're working on, what else do, can we expect to see from you in the future? Yeah, so this is a really exciting time for Rise Lester Studios and everything that I'm doing and the people that I'm working with. Um, um, we actually have a show out in California called Music and Medicine. It's starring Dr. Moshe Lewis. It is an incredible show that highlights um, rising and established um, celebrities and musicians. They talk about their craft and they talk about some of their health ailments. And Moshe Lewis does a really good job of like connecting with them, making them relatable, and is talking about their legacy in terms of what they've accomplished and how that kind of relates to the overarching theme of humanity and overcoming health challenges. So that's actually on YouTube right now. It's mm. Music Medicine, Mocha Lewis. You can just look it up. We got some mm. really great stuff. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's, that's, 
That's deep. So uh, where, where can everybody find you at, though? Are you on any social media right now? Yeah, I'm on all social media. I encourage everybody to visit Beats Chain Kickstarter. Uh, we're launching December 2nd. We're going to be launching a Kickstarter to raise some funds and some budget for the next movie. You can follow me on Instagram, Ralph A. World. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Ralph A. World. Jump on the website, the newsletter, risecelestialstudios.com. Our newsletter is at 15,000 and climbing, so we're definitely making waves. People are digging the content, and you know we're coming together on it. So you guys can follow me anywhere. In the block, so we're going to get mm. you on the block. That's my social Absolutely. media site. We're going to get oh, yeah, I, I tagged all you guys and everything I could, so I, I know. Yeah, we we're going to get you on the block. Five, you know, and everything. What you say? I'm sorry? No, I apologize to interrupt. It's always weird with this with this virtual world. Oh, but. yeah, it's a little. So wait, so you say you're about to do some fundraising for this? Yeah. So with Beast Chain Kickstarter, it's basically, it's just the first time I've ever done this, where I'm creating a campaign to speak directly to the film world, to the film audience away from the studios. And so what I want to do is I basically mm. want to talk, talk about the movie. I want to talk about the amazing team of producers that are attached to this film. And I want people to potentially be able to contribute to this, be a part of this, not just by following, but also, yo, you can drop in some dough. You can actually donate, make a contribution, and you get all these perks. You can get a free T-shirt. You can get advanced tickets to the world premiere. You can come meet me and the rest of the crew on the red carpet, flashing and dashing, swagged out. And we're doing this for the first time ever. It's going to be on Kickstarter, and it's all about the beast chain. Wow. So where's all this going to mm. be taking place at again? I'm sorry? Kickstarter. Kickstarter. No, but we're at yeah. what's the location and everything. It's why, well, um, like, um, where you're going to be doing, like, all the fundraising. Is it going to be online, or is it going to be, like, an event? Yeah. So Kickstarter is basically a platform. It's actually one of the most respected platforms for raising funds for startup businesses and projects. It's oh, on okay. the website and everyone oh, okay. can just jump on it and they can just donate right from there. Gotcha. Yes. Mm. Gotcha. That's, now, that's there's so many there's so many crowdfunding sites. How did you how did you uh, decide yeah. on Kickstarter? Reputation. You can't sweat the rep. And Kickstarter is the originator. They started it. They have the best reputation. And everyone understands that it's meant for film. It started out as a film and tech world. And film has basically taken it over as the premier platform for Kickstarter. So <laughs> it's an easy choice. It's all about the rep. Love that answer. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. So um, I know we touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, but your conversation with Spike, can we look to be expecting something from between you and him, some working or anything together? Well, you know what? I gave him my information. We, you know, we, we, we made plans to catch up. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know when that will happen. Um, I, mm -hmm. I just missed him at Martha's Vineyard, but the next time we link up, I know he'll remember me because of that time, right? That time we were both mourning mm -hmm. and we'll see. But best believe the minute I'm with Spike, um, you know, we're, we're talking about something, something serious. Wow. Right. That's going to be dope. Oh, yeah. That's going to oh, be yeah. Dope. Yeah, that is going to be so dope. Wow. You're going to reach back out, bro. Put that on in the air, man. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I want to thank yeah, you so much moves. for um, coming on with us and everything. <laughs> this has been such a. Um, this has been a, 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 like a. I'm sorry. It's been, it's been yeah. a very. It's been a. It's, it's been, been a movie in a movie itself. Yeah. It yeah it's, been a, <laughs> it's been a really like learning, like, like learning moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything like with any of the apps coming out soon that you're thinking about working on? Like I think I know you mentioned something about Netflix and stuff. Um, any drama series you might be 
interested in doing like series and stuff? Yeah, you know, I think there's there's always a, like for example, I pitch BET every other season. Right. And I've given them yeah. some, I think some brilliant ideas and I've just missed the mark. Um, I can pitch them a show about strippers and a coming of age drama surrounding that lifestyle. And as you guys know, Tyler Perry just had a show on BET that's somewhat very similar um, mm -hmm. with that. So I'm really close. I'm already giving them dramas. I'm giving them comedies. I'm giving them holiday specials. So um, I'm I'm very confident that very soon you'll see a drama right. on BET from me. Mm. Right. Now, you let me ask you this question. This is... A, um. Um, you being a um, you know, a, a film writer and a director and an actor and um, African American at that. Well, and you, you, you know, you migrate. You came from Haiti and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, now we're looking at a network like BET, right? Mm -hmm. Go back decades. Started off as black owned. Okay, and now we know the transition that they took. How do you, you know, like how do you feel about that? I mean, and stuff. When you went to pitch your stuff to them and everything, did you? Is that something you thought about first? That they know the no, go ahead. No, I apologize. Um, no. Did you want to finish? No, no, go ahead. I'm finished. That basically, I was just gonna probably say something over again. <laughs> say right. so, that's, so that's amazing that you that you're that you've done your due diligence. You kind of know the history, and yeah. that's I, I also know that. And of course, it's it's never great news to hear about you know someone that owns something all of a sudden is no longer the owner because that's a passing in time. But when I think about BET, I think of this the option that what it is now may not be what it is in 10, 20 years. And so if you think about just the natural progression, uh, they have content and potentially down the line in the future, there might be change in management, there might be change in other things like that. So mm -hmm. I'm just taking it, uh, let me just be a part of something that has a great history, that mm -hmm. can change, that can be better, that is doing what they can. Mm -hmm. And they, there's so many different ways you can go about it. So that's why I think I'd be proud to be part of that family Right, right, right. No, I mean, it's definitely a good network. I mean, because the name speaks for itself, but I'm just thinking about how um, it was something for us, you know what I'm saying? And then, right, you know, right. they sold it, you know, so it's like, you know, we, you know, legacy, where is it at now? You know what right. I mean? But so, that's the thing about legacy, right? You can never, you can never get rid of it. The founders of BET, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Of and if you think about the idea of like for us, like when I go on BET, that's all black people I'm seeing that's acting, right. that's creating content. Like those are black people that are being fed. Like they're getting paid, they're feeding for their family. And it's like, that is an opportunity that we desperately need mm -hmm. for black artists and musicians to get shine, to get a platform. Mm -hmm. you know, at right, the very right. top of the list may not be all black for now, right? Because mm -hmm. you go back 50 years and it was. So like right. that might change, but I, we can at least hold on to the you know, the fact that yo, that's all black people on that screen, and they look out for the culture. They're not just gonna act in anything. They're gonna make sure the script ain't saying nothing too wild to a point where it makes us look like we're absolute crazies. So right. I, I, I kind of I believe in BT, you know, but I feel right. you because right. I feel you on that little bit of sting. Right, right. No, I definitely believe in it too, and I hey, I still watch it and everything. Right. Um, they got a lot of great shows on it. Um, I you know, doing a good job. Sure. huh? My boy John. Oh yeah, yeah, and everything. But you know, again, we just want to thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully, we want to we definitely want to get you back on the show and everything. We're gonna keep our eyes out. And I still, you know, that whole I still got to watch the whole entire Boston Philly. 
because right. what I did watch and everything, it was just like a wow. And like you said, that was back in 2016, and it still feels to me, it still seems like it's new, you know, and stuff. So um, I give you a big up on that one. That was, you know, that's the you did an excellent job on that, and um, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed with everything you done did, but yeah. um, I'm looking forward to seeing more from you. And um, hopefully, you know, good luck with everything. And hopefully you definitely be willing to come back and sit down and chat with us. Of course. <laughs> we got to get you, you up on to help promote anything, let us know. You know yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You are. Right, listen, get them trailers ready and send them over to us. When you're ready with the trailers and stuff and everything, get huh. on. We promote it and stuff if you yeah, want us. We do commercials here and stuff. Some guests we have on, like, you know, Icons like you and Cam and Phillips, we don't yes, usually take commercial breaks and stuff because it's just so yeah. much we want to get out from you guys and stuff. But we do commercial breaks, so um, you get the trailer ready and stuff. Uh, we do a commercial break and show it when you're ready to promote it. Definitely, hey, Ralph, I'm, I'm gonna follow you and send you a DM, man. I gotta get with you, you on that music, yes, sir. Of course, I'll, and I'll check it out too. Absolutely. You can trust me on that, absolutely, yes, sir. Wait, wait steady, yeah. put his um. Um, um, Ralph, say your information again for the um, IG and stuff. Study, can you put it up on the screen for us? On yes, on Instagram, Ralph A World, on Facebook, Ralph A World. Uh, I encourage everyone to jump on our YouTube page, Rise Celestial Studios. Um, we have all of our movie trailers, all of our interviews are going to be on there as well. Um, I encourage everyone to jump on risecelestialstudios.com, join our newsletter. You know, we put out some pretty cool content. And everyone's getting on board. We're about fifteen thousand, and we're trying to hit our twenty thousand mark. So we're really at the point where we're growing and we're pushing out some great content. I think everyone should should check out. Gotcha. So. I just found you because mm. I was looking for you earlier, but I just found you. Awesome. Yep. God, I started following. All right. Awesome. This is an well, amazing setup. This virtual world. You guys are flexing on this. <laughs> 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 Well, we try, we try, we try to be a little different from other podcasts and stuff because it's, you know, right now the podcast it, it world industry field is something like everybody's doing. So you got to think out the box sometimes. And that's what we try to do. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully next time you come on too, we'd be able to um maybe have you and some of your cast going as well, if you don't mind. That'll be hot and dope, you know, to promote the, um, the new show, the new movie you're working on, new project. Whatever you need from me. I'm cool. Awesome. Well, Ralph, thank you so much again for coming on with us. Um, again, we wish you luck with everything, and we definitely gonna be looking out for you. And I just started following you on Instagram, so hopefully you follow back <laughs> and everything. And um, just keep it out. So, when you gonna be? So you in you in Boston right now, right? Right now, yeah. Were you going back to Philly? I go to Philly all the time. All you know, the time? I, I'm, I'm 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 grateful you're checking my moves. But mm -hmm. I, you know, I've got to figure out if I'm being New York, if I'm being Cali, might be in Atlanta. With this, with this campaign starting up, I'm going to be a lot of different places. But for okay. right now, um, you know, Philly's probably coming up soon. Okay. Excellent. All right. All righty. Oh, well, oh. you know, Philly got some of the best food. I just want to let you guys. I'm gonna put that out there. Philly yeah. got some of the best food. Oh, I still ain't been to Philly, man. Yeah, I'm about to check no? that out. Shoot, you, you don't know what you missed. Still ain't been to Philly. Yes, they do. Boston has some good food too, though. Man. Boston has some really good food. Really? Okay. Well, I gotta check. Yeah. I've really never. I've been to Boston maybe once or twice, but it was just to go through. So I gotta get up there and stuff. And I got family in Boston, but I hadn't been back there in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Come and through in the warmer months, and you'll, you'll you'll love it. We have the we have the North End. Philly doesn't have enough Haitian restaurants, but Boston <laughs> has plenty. Yeah. 
You know, so we got some really good stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You, that's true. You that that's very true. You said that. You know, I don't think Philly. Yeah, Philly don't have enough. Um, you know, it's to me it's diverse, but it don't. As far as the restaurants, you it's hard to find a good West Indian restaurant out there. Jamaican food and Haitian food. So you are correct about that. Right. But um. There's the jerk yeah. cut though. The jerk cut's really good. That's a Jamaican spot. The open jerk cut guys. is good. I've heard of jerk cut. It is good. Yeah. Um, and there's also this guy out there named Cup. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he's making these specialty cheese steaks, and they, he makes a jerk chicken cheese steak that is just good. My friend oh. came from Philly last week and brought me four of them. Um, that's how greedy I am. I didn't eat all four. I froze them. Yeah. <laughs> I know a good cheese steak spot, so I get them to bring me one and stuff. So. I used to like um, yeah. going to the issue. I hit up I hit up Fat Tuesdays, right? Because that's that's always been my spot, Fat Tuesdays with the crew. And then from there we go to Ishka Bibbles and make our way back. Okay, did well. say, wait, did you say Ishka Bibble? Yeah. Ishka Bibble. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure I pronounce that right. You know, <laughs> the whole thing to it, man. You go you go from Fat Tuesday, because that you know everyone loves Fat Tuesday. Um mm -hmm. and from there you go to Ishka Bibbles. It's a, it's My sister would probably problem. know more more about that than me. She went to she went to University of the Arts in yeah. Philly, so yeah, she probably knows more about that than I do. Yeah. I've been there a few times, but I never really had a like a full experience. You know, what it's I mean? on South Street. It's on South Street, right? Mm. Oh, South Street. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when you come to New York, you definitely gotta look look us up. Well, I'm look me up. I'm in New York and stuff, mm -hmm. and let me know what events you're gonna be doing out here in New York. I'm in um I'm from New York City, the boroughs. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and stuff. So definitely keep in touch and everything. All right. And again, it was such an honor having you on the show with us tonight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys. Gentlemen, thank Absolute. you so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Good to talk and, to you, man. Yes. And I want to thank also my guest, our guest host, Cam Jones and Phillips Jones for coming on tonight with us and being some guest hosts and everything. Right. Um, and we like when, we like it when people come on and actually connect. So this is good and stuff, you know. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Okay, and we all gonna keep in touch and contact one another and um just keep an eye and see whatever which, what each other's doing and stuff. Ease, absolutely. Much love to y'all, man. Y'all have a safe rest of the holiday and everything. Good night. Yes. Yes. Right. Good night. Y'all make sure y'all go stream that Jones connection on Spotify, YouTube, music, and all yeah. of the above. You feel me? Absolutely. Real boss. Right. Right. Yeah. Appreciate That's that. Right. Man. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all, yeah. man. Yeah. ASAP. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So thank y'all so much and everything. And tonight was a great show. Yeah, it was. It was, man. Thank y'all yeah. for oh, absolutely. Oh, thanks for coming oh, on. You know we're gonna be in touch with y'all. Right. Y'all family at this so, point, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 So whatever y'all got, when you ever y'all drop something, you'll send it over to us and stuff. Uh, and everything. Right. Oh, so, some stuff. He wants me to play must. and promote and stuff. So y'all send me must. some stuff. Send us some stuff, and we, you know, we get it played for you. Get it done. You know, we can, we're going oh, to do the birthday countdown since your birthday countdown is about That's to go full right. Yeah, man. We got to do Send us some heat y'all way, man. I appreciate that. Absolutely, yeah, man. Yeah, man. For sure. All righty. Okay. Nice night, all right? Hey, y'all enjoy the you rest too. of your night, man. For real. Thank, you. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Honor. Absolutely. Good night. Good night. Oh, that was such an epic show. That was dope. That yes. was dope. <laughs> yes.
Dope, 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 dope. You got us freezing like robots again, Steady. It ain't, it ain't me. It's the oh. studio. It's not me. Okay. okay. Y'all don't miss this coming up, finishing up this week's show. Um, Tomorrow we will have another side. Wait, tomorrow, Wednesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. I was jumping ahead. My apologies. So don't miss uh, Who They Want Wednesdays. We're supposed to have um another um writer and director. Um King B is supposed to be present. Awesome. Okay. In our studios with us on tomorrow's show, and um, we should be joined. Who are we joined by tomorrow, Tash? Anybody in particular? No, you, you, you did everything for this week. So, okay, so okay, Thursday, Friday, we'll be joined by Kim Love. Um, for oh yeah, she's gonna be guest host Thursday and Friday. Okay, right. so we'll have inside voices, you know, with the misfits mm-hmm. as well as our special guest misfit, Miss Kim Love, and um, Friday we will have um our. Arthur Neil Gitslow, interesting um, guy who will be joining us in the studio to talk about his book and some things in his life that are fun, interesting for podcast content. Mm. So y'all don't want to miss those episodes coming um, to finish out this week's schedule and um, look out for some content that who they want me, I will be producing um, as well. We'll be dropping really soon. Don't forget to follow us on the um, YouTube channel. It's Who They Want Podcast. You can follow, you know, Cal, Eric, um, Instagram. You have numbers behind yours, right, Cal? Yeah, uh, Kyle, Eric, uh, 3233. Yep. Right. And, of course, you can follow the Duchess on um, Instagram as well as the Duchess is second to no one. Stamped and approved. <laughs> um, and of course, you can follow me at who they want ENT LLC on Instagram. And don't forget to follow us on the block, people. Download everything entertainment expo, free in all app stores, um, where it's all about everything entertainment, literally. Mm-hmm. From you know, authors to entrepreneurs to entertainers to business people of all sorts, all kind, all over the globe. As you know, the podcast, Who They Want Podcast, is internationally known. Mm-hmm. And it is certified, accredited, award-winning podcast show, just to let y'all know. So y'all make sure that y'all um, stream us on Captivate FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, Pandora. The list goes on, people. Um, just you know, show us love, show us support, and um, feel free for any guest bookings, you can email us at who they want podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys on the next show. Y'all have a blessed night. We're out. Good night. Peace.